Welcome to PsalmsCast. I am Denise, and today is the 22nd day of May. It is a joy to be here today as we end another week, another one of the weeks that has gone by that we get to share together the journey through this incredible testimonies that we are finding here in the book of Psalms. The chapters before us today are Psalm 22, Psalm 52, Psalm 82, Psalm 112, and Psalm 142. We're reading from the Net Bible, also known as the New English Translation of the Bible. But first, let's invite the Lord to be the focus for this time. Father, we thank you. We thank you that you have walked hand in hand with us through each moment of this week. And as we are coming to the end of this week, we want to finish strong, Lord. So we are coming here into your presence to listen, to learn, to glean all that you have for us because we are desperate. We are desperate for your help. We are desperate for your vision of what our life can be. So, Lord, we are opening our hearts and our minds to you. Lead, guide, and illuminate as we journey today. Before we venture into our first psalm today, I want to share a brief introduction to an article from Ligonier Ministries titled, The Suffering and the Glory of Psalm 22. Psalm 22 begins with the most anguished cry in human history, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? These are the words that Jesus took on his lips at the depths of his suffering on the cross. His suffering was unique at that point as he offered himself up for the sins of his people. And so we have tended to see this cry as unique to Jesus. But such an approach to these words is clearly wrong. Jesus was not inventing unique words to interpret his suffering. Rather, he was quoting Psalm 22 verse 1. These words were first uttered by David, and David was speaking for all of God's people. We need to reflect on these words and the whole psalm as they relate to Christ and to all his people in order to fully understand them. Psalm 22, a psalm of David. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? I groan in prayer but help seems far away. My God, I cry out during the day, but you do not answer. And during the night, my prayers do not let up. You are holy. You sit as king receiving the praises of Israel. In you, our ancestors trusted. They trusted in you and you rescued them. To you, they cried out and they were saved. In you, they trusted and they were not disappointed. But I am a worm, not a man. People insult me and despise me. All who see me taunt me. They mock me and shake their heads. They say, commit yourself to the Lord. Let the Lord rescue him. Let the Lord deliver him, for he delights in him. Yes, you are the one who brought me out from the womb. 
and made me feel secure on my mother's breasts. I have been dependent on you since birth. From the time I came out of my mother's womb, you have been my God. Do not remain far away from me, for trouble is near, and I have no one to help me. Many bulls surround me. Powerful bulls of Bashan hem me in. They open their mouths to devour me, like a roaring lion that rips its prey. My strength drains away like water. All my bones are dislocated. My heart is like wax. It melts away inside me. The roof of my mouth is as dry as a piece of pottery. My tongue sticks to my gums. You set me in the dust of death. Yes, wild dogs surround me. A gang of evil men crowd around me. Like a lion, they pen my hands and feet. I can count all my bones. My enemies are gloating over me in triumph. They are dividing up my clothes among themselves. They are rolling dice for my garments. But you, O Lord, do not remain far away. You are my source of strength. Hurry and help me. Deliver me from the sword. Save my life from the claws of the wild dogs. Rescue me from the mouth of the lion and from the horns of the wild oxen. You have answered me. I will declare your name to my countrymen. In the middle of the assembly, I will praise you. You loyal followers of the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, honor him. All you descendants of Israel, stand in awe of him. For he did not despise or detest the suffering of the oppressed. He did not ignore him. When he cried out to him, he responded, You are the reason I offer praise in the great assembly. I will fulfill my promises before the Lord's loyal followers. Let the oppressed eat and be filled. Let those who seek his help praise the Lord. May you live forever. Let all the people of the earth acknowledge the Lord and turn to him. Let all the nations worship you. For the Lord is king and rules over the nations. All the thriving people of the earth will join the celebration and worship. All those who are descending into the grave will bow before him, including those who cannot preserve their lives. A whole generation will serve him. They will tell the next generation about the Lord. They will come and tell about his saving deeds and they will tell a future generation what he has accomplished. Psalm 52 By David, it was written when Dog the Edomite went and informed Saul, David has arrived at the home of Ahimelech. Why do you boast about your evil plans, O powerful man? God's loyal love protects me all day long. Your tongue carries out your destructive plans. It is as effective as a sharp razor, O deceiver. You love evil more than good, lies more than telling the truth. You love to use all the words that destroy and the tongue that deceives. Yet God will make you a permanent heap of ruins. 
He will scoop you up and remove you from your home. He will uproot you from the land of the living. When the godly see this, they will be filled with awe and will mock the evildoer, saying, Look, here is the man who would not make God his protector. He trusted in his great wealth and was confident about his plans to destroy others. But I am like a flourishing olive tree in the house of God. I continually trust in God's loyal love. I will continually thank you when you execute judgment. I will rely on you for your loyal followers know you are good. Psalm 82 God stands in the assembly of El. In the midst of the gods, he renders judgment. He says, How long will you make unjust legal decisions and show favoritism to the wicked? Defend the cause of the poor and the fatherless. Vindicate the oppressed and suffering. Rescue the poor and needy. Deliver them from the power of the wicked. They neither know nor understand. They stumble around in the dark while all the foundations of the earth crumble. I thought, you are gods. All of you are sons of the Most High. Yet you will die like mortals. You will fall like all the other rulers. Rise up, O God, and execute judgment on the earth. For you own all the nations. Psalm 112 Praise the Lord. How blessed is the one who obeys the Lord, who takes great delight in keeping his commands. His descendants will be powerful on the earth. The godly will be blessed. His house contains wealth and riches. His integrity endures. In the darkness, a light shines for the godly. For everyone who is merciful, compassionate, and just, It does well for the one who generously lends money and conducts his business honestly, for he will never be shaken. Others will always remember one who is just. He does not fear bad news. He is confident. He trusts in the Lord. His resolve is firm. He will not succumb to fear before he looks in triumph on his enemies. He generously gives to the needy. His integrity endures. He will be vindicated and honored. When the wicked see this, they will worry. They will grind their teeth in frustration and melt away. The desire of the wicked will perish. And our final psalm today is Psalm 142, a song by David, when he was in the cave, a prayer. To the Lord I cry out, to the Lord I plead for mercy. I pour out my lament before him, I tell him about my troubles. Even when my strength leaves me, you watch my footsteps. In the path where I walk, they have hidden a trap for me. Look to the right and see, no one cares about me. I have nowhere to run, no one is concerned about my life. I cry out to you, O Lord. I say you are my shelter, my security in the land of the living. 
Listen to my cry for help, for I am in serious trouble. Rescue me from those who chase me, for they are stronger than I am. Free me from prison, that I may give thanks to your name. Because of me, the godly will assemble, for you will vindicate me. Yes, we are ending another week. And I hope this has been a week that your life is being transformed by what we are learning, the testimonies that we are hearing here in these 35 Psalms that we have heard over the last seven days. So the Ligonier Ministry article that was titled The Suffering and the Glory of Psalm 22 that I quoted prior to reading Psalm 22 is posted on the Psalmscast social media platforms for those who desire to dig a bit deeper today. It is interesting that in Psalm 22, we find several of the events that happened at the cross being prophesied in that psalm. Do you realize that Jesus was fully aware of all the things that would take place in the hours between that final supper with his disciples and his death on the cross. When I allow myself to think about these things, it really does blow my mind, knowing that Jesus willingly, knowingly submitted to brutal attacks from verbal attacks, mental attacks, and physical attacks from People who were his leaders, they were Jewish religious leaders. They had God's law. And yet, here they are. They are holding a corrupt trial under the cover of darkness. And then after they were done with him and they had condemned him, they passed him on to Herod, who was king, who in turn passed him on to Pilate to have the Romans carry out a death sentence. Jesus had full knowledge that he would be mocked, that a crown of thorns would be brutally pushed into his head, that Roman soldiers would beat him with lead-tipped, a lead-tipped whip that is called a flagrum 39 times and literally would pull the skin off his back, leaving furrows bleeding. Just think for a second. Jesus willingly did this so that he would carry the full weight of every human's sins for all time. Yes, our minds are so puny, and often we cannot make this connection, but it is true. Jesus paid for all of our sin. All of our sin has been paid for so that when we come to Jesus and we admit that we are sinful, and we know that we, there is no way a person can ever be good enough to stand before God. And we choose to accept Jesus as our Lord and our Savior. That blood shed on the cross becomes a gift of salvation for us. And yes, our sins are cast as far as the East is from the West. And my question to you is, how far is that? And yes, we walked through the ABCs of salvation yesterday. And as each person goes through the ABCs of salvation and asks 
for Jesus to be their Lord and their Savior. And they come to that place of mercy and grace in Daddy God's family. You know, we all are sinful people, and none of us are righteous. And I'm going to only speak for myself. I still do make stupid and sinful choices. And that is why Jesus encouraged His disciples and us to pray what is commonly known as the Lord's Prayer. And that was fashioned from how Jesus taught His disciples to pray. And you'll find that in Matthew chapter 6. So pray in this way. Our Father in heaven, may your name be honored. May your kingdom come. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts. Those are sins. As we ourselves have forgiven our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Yeah, friends, that is the basis of how we can come to Daddy God and we can have a conversation with Him. But it's really super important, the next two verses. For if you forgive others their sins, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, your Father will not forgive you your sins. So yes, yes, we need to be mindful of the grudges that we are holding and the anger that we are holding when people do stupid stuff and they hurt us. The truth of the matter is you don't have to go to that person that was harmful and hurt you and tell them you forgive them. You just have to have that conversation with Daddy God and He is faithful. And you know, I just really want to say that the Lord's Prayer is not a mindless prayer unless you allow it to be just a box that you are checking off on your, hey, I got to do this, just like I have to brush my teeth every day. This prayer is a time of reflection. It's time of coming into the Lord's presence purposefully. It is a springboard for conversation, for praise, for confession of sin and request for God's mercy and His grace on how to live into this day. In praying the Lord's Prayer daily, it can be a very healthy spiritual choice that may very well transform your relationship with Father God and draw you closer and deeper into relationship with Him. So, Father, Daddy God, we come and we thank You for Your Word We earnestly thank you with deepest gratitude for bringing us through this week and every week, every week that we have traveled to this point, that we are breathing as a gift. And we acknowledge that and we thank you for bringing us this far into this year. And so, Holy Spirit, as we continue the journey, this journey that we're on to draw closer and deeper in relationship with you to allow you to transform our lives from the inside out so that we can be people that you take joy in and that you 
one day will stand before you and you will say, well done, good and faithful servant. We are so thankful and we are open and we ask Holy Spirit that you would plant what we have learned and what we have heard into the soil of our lives, that we would cultivate it, that it would yield fruit for your kingdom. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. So friends, just a personal update. Life post-surgery has been very surreal. There are days where energy and drive to get stuff done just seems to be an amazing blessing. And it's full steam ahead. And then about 24 or 36 hours later, the bottom drops out. And when everything falls apart, we are now having to make some hard choices about activities. And so again, I ask for your patience. If it seems that the podcast is missing for a day, it probably just did not get recorded until the morning of that day. So far right now, my focus is to record the five Psalms first thing in the morning or in the early afternoon. So if the bottom drops out during the day, it's possible to get the Psalms out to you. And I know that the Holy Spirit is working in each of your lives in amazing ways to bring you to where you need to be for right now. So that is it for today. I am Denise. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow.